Wow. All right. All right. Welcome in. Dragon Ball Super Dope. Listen, I did a quick episode recap yesterday on episode 113. Essentially, you know, we all knew or we now know or we already knew going into 113. We already knew. 114, we're getting a fusion. We're going to get somebody named Keyflaw. If you're not a complete absolute moron, you can read between the lines and assume Kale and Caulifla are going to fuse. Now, we all had the question on our mind for a week. Is it going to be the fusion dance? Because that'd be dope. But how do they know the fusion dance? Oh, man, who would teach him the fusion dance? Oh, is Goku going to teach him the fusion dance? Oh, is Champa going to teach him the fusion dance from the sidelines? I saw some stupid shit tossed out there last week. Holy God, 113 gave us nothing but the confirmation that it's the fucking Batara earrings. So, I got vaping like Mike Norm up in the up in the room with me. Hey. Uh, yo, so we just watched the episode because I watched it alone yesterday thinking it was going to be a shitty filler episode. But you didn't watch it with me. You wanted to see it. We just I just rewatched it. You watched it for the first time. There's a lot of creepy shit that's been said between Kale and Cauliflaw throughout the the debut of their characters. Mainly Kale toward Cauliflaw, right? I mean... Yeah, just a little. Um, she's definitely dependent on her. Dependent's a good word. But, like, it's been questioned, like, what's the implied relationship? Kale calls her sis, alright? Are they actually sisters? I don't know that they are. Are they really close friends? And there's, like... I call Carlton in the next fucking room as much as I hate him most of the time. I call him my brother. You know what I mean? Yeah. Carlton's not my actual brother, but I call him my brother. Does Kale call Caulifla her her sister? Because they're that close. Are they actually sisters? Then there were other times where I'm like, yo, Kale has a straight up lesbian crush on Caulifla. What the hell is that about? It's a little creepy. Mm-hmm. But then they also have like that master mentor training thing. Last I checked though, Kale seems to be way more of a threat in this tournament of power than Caulifla does. Although, I said it in the 113 recap that I did yesterday, Caulifla reminds me of Goku on a lot of levels. They both have this continual, uh, they both have this ability to just continually improve throughout the course of battle. Main difference is, Goku's a little bit more humble, I think. Caulifla reminds me a little bit of Vegeta and how arrogant and cocky and smug she is throughout battle. So she's got like Vegeta's attitude in a woman, which is cool for Dragon Ball, but she's got the like the battle ability of Goku. So I'm not trying to fucking throw any shade at Caulifla. She's dope. I think she's great. Most people don't fucking like these female Saiyans. You know what I say to you guys? Get the fuck over it. I think they're great. <laughs> they're great for the series. Oh yeah. They're just great from the sake of uh we get some more Saiyans, dude. More Saiyans the better. We've been talking about female Super Saiyans for 25 goddamn years. All of a sudden, we get them, and y'all motherfuckers don't want them? Jesus. Get out. Get the fuck out. Anyway, not trying to throw any shade at Caulifla is my point. Kale, though. Yo, that bitch is female Broly. Hmm. She got that Berserker shit down. Like, Pat, apparently, now. She can control her Berserker form. She's out there looking like Future Trunks in a crop top. I just can't stand her weepy sapphire form. Yeah, dude. it's re- So, I'm so glad you said sapphire. So, if there are, you know, whoever the fuck ends up hearing this, if you're a Steven Universe fan, you know Garnet is made up of the fusion 
of Ruby and Sapphire. And this kind of gets around to the main point of why I wanted to throw the mics on real quick. Me and Mike uh, just watched the episode, so I wanted to throw the mics on. We started talking about it. I said, yo, we should be rolling. We're rolling. Um, for those of you who know Steven Universe and Garnet, she's a fusion of Sapphire and Ruby. Sapphire and Ruby have, uh, when they're unfused, and you see the, you know, the blue Sapphire and the red Ruby running around, they have a super codependency issue. They can't do well without the other one being around. Ruby in particular. Ruby's a mess if Sapphire's not around. Sapphire's kind of cool. She's got her fucking future vision shit going on. She's got that one eye. When Ruby doesn't know where Sapphire is, Ruby marches around at the bottom of the fucking pool, evaporates all the water, and like leaves like a track in the bottom of the in-ground pool. Right. Ruby is Kale. Oh, no. Kale is super dependent on Caulifla. She gives her confidence. She gives her... Uh, she gives her confidence. She gives her like comfort, like uh, affirmation as a warrior, affirmation as a strong fighter, and she does it in the episode too. She says, "You, you know, don't hold back for me. Fight to your heart's content. Do what you got to do." You know, she says that to her when Goku calls Kale in. Kale is Ruby in this equation, so that brings me to the fusion. What well, do you, you got? Know, their their personalities are kind of the same too, but you think so? You know, like you got the. Really over the top, in your face, Ruby. But they're a little the, reversed, though. Exactly. Like Ruby. One's more in this case, Ruby equates out to Kale, the person who's codependent on, you know, Sapphire or Cauliflower. But the 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 personalities are, are reversed. Right. Like Cauliflower is the one who's like running around all brash and shit, and Kale's the one who's meek and mild, sitting back. Right. So, that brings me to the fusion. We know now. It's not going to be the fusion dance. They don't know the fusion dance. Oh, man. How are they going to learn the fucking fusion dance? They're from Universe 6. Because not everything else in Universe 6 exactly fucking mirrors Universe 7 to some extent. Just, you know, Saiyans. Uh, fucking whatever race Frieza is. Namekians. Yeah, there's no fucking chance, guys, that there would ever be a fusion dance in Universe 6. Oh, oh God. Oh, jeez. Fuck off. All right. Now that we know they're going to fuse with the Patara earrings. Here's what I'm really hopeful for. There's a plane flying outside. Sound like a plow. Dude, it does kind of sound like a plow, but it ain't snowing out. Right. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Here's what I really hope they do. As far as the Patara earrings are concerned, now the question comes into play. Is Zeno going to allow it in the tournament? He allowed Roshi's Mafuba jar. You got to think he allows this. Now, let me put some my beer. As I tell you, I think this motherfucker might not allow it. I think he's going to see this crazy fusion, this berserker Super Saiyan rage of Kale, and this Goku-like ability to improve throughout the course of a fucking fight. He's going to see those two Super Saiyan 2s merge, possibly reach a Super Saiyan 3, and beat the shit out of a depleted Goku. That's what I think is going to happen. Well, we already have precedent for why they wouldn't disqualify him. I mean, it's an item that facilitates a move, not necessarily a weapon. So, like you said, the Mafuba jar is already given the green light. So, But, here's one thing that I think is interesting. And I said it on one whatever the fuck I did yesterday, 113. I said it yesterday in that nine minute rant I had yesterday. 
as far as techniques go, Mafuba and the jar, it's all part of the technique. Kale, re- excuse me, Kaaba references. Kale and Khalifa being the secret weapon of Universe 6. Secret weapon. In that 114 preview. Singular? That's in secret weapon, not secret weapons? Weapon. <laughs> okay, so you think they fused before? No. Maybe. I mean, I, I don't know. We'll if they it, did yeah. fuse before and they are now unfused, right. Kaba, right before, right before he gets knocked out, he references. He says, well, Kale and Cauliflower are the secret weapon in Universe 6 or some shit like that. Weapon. Right. The word weapon. Goku, in the 114 preview at the end of this week, he talks about Kale getting buckwild with her Berserker Super Saiyajin rage. And then he says, and then listen to Cauliflower's uh, fucking secret weapon. 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 Again, the word weapon. I don't think those uses of the word weapon were an accident. I think they were very specifically chosen. They're going to fuse. It's confirmed they're going to fuse. They're going to be a weapon. Listen, the Patara earrings, they're not a technique. The fusion dance is a technique. Patara earrings, I think, signify a weapon because they fuse the fighters into one and they get a ginormous fucking power up. Not just for the sake of it's two really strong Saiyans going into one body. Just the act of the fusion itself gives them an enormous power up. If Kifla emerges next week, starts to beat the fuck out of Goku, and Zeno-sama starts asking questions to the great priest like, What's going on? What just happened? What do you mean? They're one person now? Why are they so strong? Why are they beating Goku? What do you mean? This fusion, this Patara fusion gave them a huge up limit of power? That's why they're beating Goku? That's not fair. Why do they have those? You see Kale in that episode take her hand out of her pocket. You never see her open up her hand, but it's a closed fist, and then she goes right to power up. There is undoubtedly a fucking Patara earring in that fist. <laughs> There's one shot that kind of confused me. Uh, it's I think it's the Supreme Kai. He looked really nervous. Does he have anything to do with the earrings? I don't know that he does. Mm. I don't know that he does. I mean, uh, the Kai's, the Patara earrings are what Kai's wear in their ears at all times. Okay. So, I mean, in theory, everybody has a set of Patara earrings, you know, in play from the bench, you know. But, yeah. like, again, no outside interference. That would get you erased on the spot. You Kai's like wouldn't he was interfere sweating. at all, you know. Um, So... I'm thinking that Kale and Cauliflower, I think, again, Kale takes her hand out of her pocket. Her hand is, her, her fist is clenched. It looks like there's something in it, and she's about to open up her hand maybe to show it to you. She never opens it, and that she just powers up. So I'm thinking she's got it already on her persons, and I think they're going to fuse. Obvious, I mean, they are going to fucking fuse. I mean, I'm not going to try to refute the Fusion's illegal in the tournament. We can't fuse. <laughs> I read that fucking comment one more time as you can puke on your fucking shoes. <laughs> anyway, that's my fucking theory is that they're going to get disqualified. It might be considered a weapon. So that actually might tie into the bigger theory of the Universe 6, Universe 7 alliance that I've already outlined in previous episodes. Essentially, though, if that were to happen, if Keyflaw as a one fighter were to get eliminated from the tournament... 
She's now sitting on the sidelines, fused. Now what does the fucking Universe 6 team do? They got two Namekians left, right? Hmm. There's a rumor, and the Namekians, you, you saw them a couple of weeks ago. Namekians are basically being held off by Piccolo and Gohan right now. They just tried to interfere. Uh, after They just tried to pick off Goku after he wrapped up his fight with Kieran a couple episodes ago. I don't know if you were on that, that podcast with us. I don't remember. Yeah, I think I've seen that one. I think it might have been a Brandon episode. But, uh, didn't we see a couple Namekians fuse... Was it the intro for that video game in Japan? Was it Namekians? I think there was like some giant Super Namekian. Oh, in... no, dude. I think you're talking about... The Super Namekian was, was Nail. Huh. Not Nail. <laughs> the Super Namekian was Lord Slug. Huh. Was he in the Tournament of Power? The, no. The Lord Slug is like a real early Dragon Ball Z villain. I, from, uh, I saw some Namekians. Lord Slug. That's the name of the movie, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, they, they, they don't I cross think, over anyway. It's probably so unrelated. I think Keyflaw is going to get eliminated from the tournament. They're going to be, it's going to be classified as a weapon. She's going to get kicked out. I say she because at this point they're already fused and they're one person. They get kicked out. Dude, I'm really going off the rails with this one. Like maybe I'm just kind of stoned, but like, listen, they get kicked out, and then. Universe 6 only has the two Namekians at that point. Now, in the earlier U6, U7, uh, you know, alliance theory that I've outlined in much greater detail, I think it was episode, like, 111, maybe. Um, was it 111? Maybe. I, I think it was 111. I um, outlined, you know, a big Universe 6, Universe 7. Hey, basically, you know, and it's kind of already been alluded to between Kava and Vegeta, you know? I don't think I think Frieza eliminating Kaba immediately afterwards kind of fucked that up, probably. But I think Universe Six is going to come to grips with the fact that they're not going to win, and their best odds is to rely on the relationships built between the fighters of Six and Seven. Goku doesn't want to see Hit go. Vegeta doesn't want to see Kaba go. Here's what I think is going to happen, right? These Namekian dudes. You know, they're going to be slightly different than Piccolo. They're going to be fighters, but they're going to have that healing ability. They're going to heal Goku so that way he can get Buckwild to fight Jiren. That's what I think is going to happen. So, Keyflaw is out on the fucking bench, right? Universe 6's Namekians get eliminated. However, they might get eliminated eventually down the line after hopefully they heal Goku. He gets back to full power. He gets a Zenkai boost. You know, he's ready to go back at Jiren again. The Namekians get erased. Universe 6 gets erased, right? Yo, there's only... Even if they don't retcon the whole thing, right? And say they stick to that 30-minute time limit. That's where my brain's at. There's 23 minutes left. 22 minutes left in the tournament. If they fuse and say there's 21 minutes left in the tournament, they get fucking erased. Because, again, I think Zeno is going to go after them for cheating. They get erased... Eventually, everyone thinks the universes are going to get all wished back or whatever, right? At the end of it, when it's all said and done, and they bring back all of the universes or they bring back all of the people from the universes uh, into Universe 7 or whatever it is that, that they end up doing, Keyflaw is going to come back as Keyflaw. She's not going to come back as Kaelin Cauliflaw. She's going to come back as a fucking permanently fused warrior. Because, again... Those two are better off 
together as a unit, as a pair, as a solid, whatever, a solid, a solid foundation of whatever the fuck it is it's supposed to represent. I don't know. What I do know is that next week they're going to fuse and then I want to see if they keep it permanent. That's how they could maybe make good on the Patara retcon, in my opinion. Mike, do you have any more strong feelings you got to get out? Because if I didn't say that just now, I was going to fucking explode. Yeah, I just hope they fuse because they can't stand Kale. Yeah, my master, my sister. Yo, I'll tell you, though, she got that berserk shit down now, though. She's looking like Future Trunks in a crop top. I think yeah. I already said that. <laughs> Future Trunks in a crop top. Future Trunks in a crop top. Future Trunks in a... In a, in a, future trunks in a crop top. 